Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike or tread, dancing on social media, or cuddle up with wine watching reality television. Please know that the show could include some grown-up language here or there. <laughs> Let's get started. Today's guests are hosts of the Brooker Family Popcast, a weekly family entertainment and pop culture talk show for parents and kids. Each week, actress and comedian Heather Brooker joins her husband, Chris, and daughter Channing to have unfiltered, family-friendly conversations about pop culture and entertainment. Uh, Chris Brooker is a recovering radio DJ with a passion for music. As a former program director for several stations across the Midwest, he became an expert at finding new artists and sharing them with the world. Heather Brooker is an Emmy award-winning actress and comedian. She's appeared in over 40 films and TV shows, including Grey's Anatomy, Grey's Anatomy, excuse me, The Office, Fresh Off the Boat, The Mindy Project, and more. Also, Heather was in the unprecedented role of digital entertainment reporter for KMBC in Los Angeles, where she regularly interviewed celebrities and luminaries in Hollywood. And the real star, Channing, is an actress and host who loves to explain things to her parents. This is so funny. She created the segment Chansplaining in the show that they host, where she breaks down things she and other kids love to talk about. She has starred in a local production of Annie. She loves to talk about Roblox, YouTube, ice cream. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, Heather, Chris, and Channing Brooker. Wow, we seem really impressive when you read it like that. We are also good resume, right? Yeah. <laughs> you want you want me to just go around with you, and I'll just every time y'all walk in a room, I'll just do that. Yes, please, please, that would be amazing. <laughs> we need we need a hype person. <laughs> There's some music in the background. It'd be great too. Okay, Channing, we got to start with ice cream. What's your favorite flavor? It's a weird flavor that I like, but. If I had to pick one, it would be cotton candy. It's a weird flavor, but I love it so it's not much. It's that weird. It's really good. The new Barbie flavor of ice cream at Cold Stone is cotton candy flavor, yeah. and it is delicious. Really? Yeah. I've never had cotton candy flavored ice cream. I guess I'm not living life. <laughs> <laughs> Go live life. Go live life. Go live it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, okay. Jenny, how old are you? I'm 10 years old. Yeah. So, have you loved doing like just entertaining things and all this stuff, like as long as you can remember, is it more recent? Like what's, cause I know that you perform and everything. When did all this start for you? I was playing Roblox on my iPad and just, my mom's like, do you want to become an actor? And I'm like, yes, I want to become an actor. I want to make people laugh. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's how it happens. That's my perspective. Your, your, your memory, you mean? Yeah. yeah. That's the simple version. <laughs> yeah, but don't you feel like you were also always like, you used to put on magic shows for me and daddy. Yeah, I'm still to this day, like, at, just so I can stall for my bedroom, bedtime, I just like, get a box of dad jokes that I gave my dad. I'm like, what is a dog's favorite instrument? A trombone. <laughs> <laughs> she does do like a nighttime routine. And Every sometimes night. it's stand-up comedy. Sometimes it's dance. A song, maybe. Sometimes it's song. Yeah. So yeah. we always get like a little evening show before bed, which is always very entertaining. So yeah, I think there's always been a little bit of a showmanship side of her. It's a sure. very creative stall tactic that, that, <laughs> that she uses to put off the bedtime as long as possible. 
<laughs> right. Time for bed, but don't you want me to sing you a song? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it is. I do. <laughs> I love it. That's so cool. Well, you're doing fantastic. It's so funny to talk to you guys now after all these years of knowing Heather virtually, because like, yeah. I mean, I've known you online since I don't know how little Channing was. It was a long time ago. And you, when, like, when did you start your other podcast? What year was that? Do you remember? I started Motherhood in Hollywood when Channing was so it was about 2015. Okay. That's what I thought. Cause that's when I started listening to you, Heather. And I don't know if you remember me telling you this, but there were like several shows hosted by Heather's that I loved. (laughs) It was like you, Heather McDonald and Heather Dubrow. And we, we lived out of town for a temporary time for my husband's job. And we, I didn't have any friends or my kids were babies and all this kind of that life. And so that's whenever I fell in love with podcasts and yours was one of the ones literally in that first year that I became a devoted podcast listener. And I loved it so much. I was so obsessed. And I was like, I'm gonna have my own podcast one day. And it happened four, you know, four years later, but, um, I just, I loved it so much and I was so obsessed with it. And then we got to become friends and I was like, oh my God, I am friends with the motherhood and Hollywood girl. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big moment. I very much remember that you reached out to me on Instagram and said like the nicest things. And you were like, I love your show. And it was just so kind. And like, honestly, as you know, as a podcaster, when you're creating something every week, you're essentially doing it for free. I mean, most podcasters are doing it for free. We're not all the Joe Rogans of the world making millions of dollars, you know? So you're doing something for free. You're putting your heart and soul into it. And then when someone takes the time to reach out and go, this resonates with me, or I really love what you do, or this is funny or whatever, it means the world. So I was like, yeah, (laughs) started chatting and connecting. And I have been friends, like you said, virtually ever since. And also in real life, like if I saw you in real life, we would be like, Hey, I know, I know. I need to get back to LA. We, I haven't been in so long. So like pre pandemic, it was, I don't know, whatever year it was, but I will, I will get back out there. Um, I want to ask y'all though, is while, while we've got chanting, I want to ask you chanting about y'all's podcast all, or it's pop cast, which by the way is genius. You guys, what do you love about doing that with your parents? What's your, like, what are your favorite things? What do you like to talk about? Honestly, kind of things that we have in common. So like things that I have in common with my dad are a bunch of Marvel movies and things I have in common with my mom is that when she was a kid, she used to play a bunch of video games too. So it's true. Oh, I've cool. been talking about new, newer video games and older video games and TV shows that my mom and my dad enjoyed. Right. Oh, that's cool that you have like certain things that you have in common with each parent, but now you got to get, you got to keep, you know, keep them young, Jenny. You got to talk about this new, new technology. That's like, let us know what's happening in like games and stuff. Like I had never heard of Roblox until she told us what it was and that our friends were playing it and um, explain, she explains to us what games she really enjoys in Roblox. I enjoy it. Yeah. And a lot of new games that I just, recently saw and I was like oh this is a fun game and then I started playing it and I'm like I'm obsessed with this game (laughs) yeah (laughs) I understand my kids love the games too yeah so we we love games and we all love movies and tv shows and it's honestly like we just have a fun conversation about it you know Chris and I have to be careful that we don't sometimes just keep talking to each other and forget that That yeah 
I'm in the podcast room, I'm just like, what's going on? Because <laughs> I'm in the middle, so I'm like, because um... there's some stuff that we have seen that maybe she hasn't, so we have to be careful right. that we don't do that. So, um, it's been a good exercise for us as parents too to be able to like explain things to her, talk about new shows, talk about new, um, you know, films and experiences that we've had. Um, right. Like right now, we are revisiting all of the Superman movies. So we've gone oh, cool. back and we've watched Superman one, two, and three, and we're going to be talking about that um, on an episode. And it's been really interesting to see from her perspective, because those movies are over 30 years old. Yeah. You know, right. 40, I think. Yeah. 40. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's been interesting to hear her perspective on those old films and like, cause you know, the graphics are totally different. The special effects are totally different. Not used to it. Yeah, but she loves superhero movies. And it's like, well, then you've got to see the OG Superman movies because those are such a moment in time. Well, and she points out stuff too that we don't even re- you know recognize in the movie. Mm-hmm. From her perspective, she'll see something completely new that we never even saw before. And it's so it's eye-opening for us as well. Right. That's cool. You're right. Like it's it's interesting seeing things from a different perspective once you have a kiddo and you show them like that the stuff. Like, I don't know, have you if y'all have watched the never ending story with her yeah. but a long time it's been ago. a while yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think she was little and we need to revisit it again we did uh my husband ryan and i did that with our kids like it has been a few years and our kids are nine and twelve so y'all know how it is like a few years is a, is a long time and kid years so yeah. we need to revisit it as well but i will never forget that night because we all watched it and the kids i think it they were still little or it kind of went over their head but ryan and i hadn't watched it in a while and we were like this is so deep <laughs> Oh my God. I was like almost crying, you know, because the messages can be different. And then if you see it through your kids' eyes, that's a whole other perspective too, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. We're definitely revisiting some classics and, um, and, uh, we just have a lot of fun, but we're also watching like current shows too. Like we just finished watching Is It K? Yes. And my mom baked this like cake and she put a bunch of frosting in it. Sadly, I didn't get what I wanted to do with the cake. I just wanted to hold the pan, grab a fork, and just, like, eat it with the fork. Yeah, she <laughs> wanted to just eat it right out of the pan. I was like, let's not be too wild. But we did the whole thing, like, is it cake? It stabbed it open. And then my dad, yeah. I think so. I think it's cake. You <laughs> <laughs> don't know. And a lot, of, a lot of this sort of stemmed from the fact that, you know, during the pandemic years, when we were all sort of well. locked in our houses or whatever, we were watching a lot of TV together. We watched all the Harry Potter movies, you know, with all her, the Marvel movies, all the Marvel in, you know, in order, all the Marvel movies and stuff. And we just had so much fun. Uh, you know, I think like a lot of families do, we spend time watching television together and watching shows together. And um, it was just really fun. The conversations we were having and finding things that we can watch together. Cause we also would watch stuff like Succession and, and Game of Thrones and like grown up stuff yeah, that she can't yeah. really watch. Um, but it's certainly a bonding experience and a lot of fun that we have whenever we watch together, watch something together. But we do love, is it Kay? Is it- <laughs> I want to be a judge on, is it Kay? Like, yes, hey. let's make that happen. <laughs> Anybody listening? Um, okay, Channing, one more question for you. If you could tell like, any kiddos listening, why they should listen to y'all's show? Like what, why is it because you talk about games? Is it, is it for movie lovers? Is it for kids that like all kinds of things? Uh, it's because we sometimes recommend things for kids that, ki- kids. <laughs> for, for kids that they might like, like TV shows, 
movies that they might like and also some video games too yeah that they might enjoy and take their time on perfect okay well I'm gonna get my kiddos to listen I'm sure they're gonna love it yeah (laughs) yeah all right. Do we need to let let you go okay, you so you don't go. get bored with us, grown up? Bye. Thanks, honey. <laughs> Bye. Nice to meet you, baby. This episode is sponsored by Fun Love Media. Fun Love Media is a boutique social media and podcasting agency owned by yours truly. We help mission-driven brands across the country stand out and make a positive impact on the world through social media, podcasting, and beyond. Whether you're local to Houston and want to schedule a content shoot to create videos and images for your social media accounts, or you're in any other part of the U.S. and want a new logo and brand design, or even want to launch your own podcast, we can help. With our done-for-you content creation, we cultivate a fun and exciting online space so your brand can make the positive impact on the world that it's meant to. Let's be honest, we're a group of creative people with a soft spot for our fellow world changers. If you're ready to tell your story, make a difference, and have fun doing it, you have found your content creation team in Fun Love Media. Head to funlovemedia.com or email me directly at brittany at funlovemedia.com to get started today. That's B-R-I-T-N-E-Y at funlovemedia.com. I wanted to ask you guys a little bit more about the podcast, but just other stuff y'all got going on too, if that's cool. Um, but so what, what was the, what's the story behind your family podcast? Like, when did this come about? Why was it just kind of a natural thing? I mean, I would love to hear the inspiration. Well, you know, we have, um, from my perspective, you know, we've got access to a lot of premieres and previews and stuff like that, that we go see often as a family, you know, Marvel movies and kid movies and things like that. And a lot of times we'll go see these premieres and we'll talk about the movie and what we liked or hated about it or whatever on the way home. And we realized that we were having some really great entertaining conversations. We were making each other laugh. Shan had her unique perspective on what she saw. And, you know, Heather and I have always loved talking about movies and things that we like together. And, uh, you know, the the family dynamic just kind of grew from that. And we realized, hey, this is fun. This is entertaining. We're making each other laugh. And I think maybe other people might like to hear that too. So, so Heather's the uh, the brain behind the podcast development. So she was like, this is a good idea for a show. Let's see what we can do. Well, I also started looking around and I realized there isn't anything else like that. There's no podcast out there that families could listen to together that isn't like storytelling. There's a lot of podcasts yeah. for kids and families, but it's like adventures and story time and lessons learned or let's learn about geography and math educational educational yeah and we boo education (laughs) boring teach anybody um we were like you know what let's do something fun that families can listen to together and talk about other movies because we know families are having conversations about these superhero movies we know they're talking about like what do we want to watch tonight? Or, you know, what do you think about the new Mario movie or whatever? We know families yeah. are having these kinds of conversations and um, there's just no other podcasts that you can listen to or watch. That's another thing that's unique about our show. People can watch it on their Apple TV. You just have to search for our show. They can also watch it on Spotify or yeah. Apple podcasts. So um, we wanted to create a space where families of all ages could feel comfortable listening and also hear conversations that felt more natural and unfiltered because we're not um oh we go off on tangents all the time (laughs) yeah i mean it's it's structured to a degree but we also give ourselves a lot of room to 
with each other and yeah. uh, and talk and and let ourselves go off on those tangents. Now, to be fair, had the rest of rain us in sometimes. <laughs> we're running a little long. Let's let's wrap move on. Let's wrap it up. But uh, you know, that's that's part of the organic conversation that we like to have, and mm-hmm. I, it's it's just natural and it feels right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like real life family chat. Yeah. Exactly. So you you mentioned video. Okay. I was going to mention this actually. Y'all shows the first one I've seen on Apple Podcast video. Like me, I, I don't, I don't know other show, and I I look at a lot of shows, but is it like have y'all noticed that, that there's not very many? Because yeah. yeah, yes, mm-hmm. I did notice that. I think though, based on the amount of emphasis that like Spotify is putting right now on video podcast, um, and how many. Um, if you'll notice, there's a lot of comedians who are doing video podcasts now. Um, I think that that is the way that a lot of these podcasts are going to be going because it's just, we're a visual world. You know, I've, I've seen, I've listened to your podcast and I've heard you talk about this before video is still king. People want to watch little clips, little snippets. Like I can't tell you how many times we've watched people in podcast interviews now reveal something like what reality star has revealed something and everyone goes oh my gosh and those clips will go viral it's like everybody now can have their own talk show essentially and you can't do that when it's just audio only I think audio only is still in the podcast world dominant for sure but in terms of what I wanted to do with our show which was be able to promote it on social media And also knowing that I have such a visual platforms, you know, with Instagram, TikTok and visual presence, I wanted to be able to take our clips and like post those. Yeah. So um, that's a natural progression too. Yeah. You know, to take what we, what we shoot from our podcast and transfer it over to social media. It just, it's a natural fit. It's it's a lot of work. It's definitely a lot more work because I do everything um, on my podcast. I don't have a booker. I don't have an editor. I do everything myself and it's a tremendous amount of work. I wish yeah. that, um, I wish that I had a team in place, but, um, that's sort of, I'm also kind of a control freak. Like, no, I like to do no. things. You? He's like, no, she's not at all. That's the first I've heard of that. <laughs> things. And I have a hard time, like letting, letting it go as I get older, I'm getting a little bit better. So yeah. you watch yourself. <laughs> Because when she leaves, I'm in trouble. You're still here. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you got to live with her. Help me. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, you bring up a good point about podcasting and like what goes into it. If you actually do it, do a thorough job at it and you also are consistent and really putting out episodes and stuff. I mean, a lot really goes into it. If you, especially if you have video too, um, what have you found though? Like, do you think that, I feel like that's probably one of the biggest differences, right? I'm trying to compare like from maybe when you started podcasting Heather a long time ago to now, right? Like video is one of the biggest. Video is, yeah. Video is definitely having a moment um, in podcasting for sure. Yeah. Um, and if I could go back, you know, sometimes people ask me if you could go back and, you know, do something different with motherhood in Hollywood, I would have filmed it. I've interviewed some of the biggest stars in the world biggest moms and dads in the world on motherhood in hollywood and i don't have any video to be able to now share on social media of those moments that's the one thing i would do differently is i would have filmed my episodes because so much of content now is visually driven 
Um, and I think in the podcasting space, it's going to be even more so like there's people getting talk show deals based off of their podcasts. Right. There's, um, well, and social media too. I mean, yeah, just right. that impact alone. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, right. um, yeah, that's for me has been like one of the biggest changes I've seen. Yeah. So I re- actually remember now, I don't know if I, if this was actually the first time Chris was on motherhood Hollywood or just earlier in that time, but I actually remember hearing you on there and I see, and I didn't know until more recently that you used to work in radio or maybe I did, but I forgot over the years or something. So I remember hearing uh, you on the show and being like, man, he, that's, he's doing a good job because like when I had my husband on, no offense, Ryan, he wasn't quite (laughs) as smooth with the process as you. Uh, And then now it all makes sense. Cause I'm like, Oh, he, you know, you worked in that world. It makes total sense. But I remember you appearing on motherhood in Hollywood and me loving that and loving you guys talking together. So when I found out y'all had the family show, I was like, this is perfect for them. Like, as if y'all didn't know that, but in my (laughs) mind, (laughs) I was thinking this is amazing. So what, um, what, what, how have you, like, what's been your experience, Chris, like from, cause, cause you don't, you don't work in radio anymore, right? No, no. Yeah. But you did that for a while, right? I did. I did. Basically I'm eight, I'm, I'm dating myself right now, but like throughout the nineties, uh, the entire decade of that was in radio. Uh, okay. Director, music director, music director, program director, all throughout the Midwest. DJ Jock. Now I read on y'all's website that you're going to judge me for who my favorite band is. Probably. So let's go ahead and just do it. But I don't think I'm going to get judged that bad. Now, I am like pop music, Britney Spears, Taylor Swift, all that. I don't have a problem with pop music. But (laughs) I used to, I used to, but I've, 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 I've you've had to kind of, but as far as like a band, like just a good old band, my favorite is Sister Hazel. I like Sister Hazel. They're so good. They're so, they're so like not, uh, I guess probably as famous to other age ranges. <laughs> yeah, no, Sister Hazel's great. <laughs> but I love them. I didn't think you would judge me for that. I think it's a no, no, they're good. Nope. You pass. The test. You pass. You pass. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We'll continue this interview now. We're you, you, you aren't gonna hang up on me. Um what about you? What's your favorite band? I've you know I've got so many it's 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 so hard to say. It's it's like right now is a better question for Chris. Okay, cool. Kind of, it kind of Who's really- standing out right now for you? You know, right now, I'll honestly say I really like Moby. Uh, okay. Moby's latest album uh, that he came out with is is, is really fantastic. Um, we're both big fans of Mike Doty, who uh, used to be in the band Soul Coughing in the 90s. He's a very prolific singer-songwriter out right now. Um, really good stuff. Um, I like a lot of electronica stuff, uh, down-tempo, oh. electronic, techno-type music. Yeah. Uh, I like Moby. Uh, Faithless is really good. Uh, Sneaker pimps, you know things like that. She's uh, like I have no idea. What I don't know what you're even saying right now. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 kind of my vibe. Well, somebody listening is going to know, but I am a, a shallow, you know, pop music listener. No, 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 no not shallow <laughs> at all. We listen to pop music. Like we like uh, Channing's favorite band is Imagine Dragons. Yeah, she loves Imagine Dragons. We listen to a lot of that. We listen to. Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. A know. little Taylor Swift is in there. Also, I like pop music. I like Britney. I like NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, like all that stuff. One of my last gigs in radio, I actually, I programmed a top 40 station. I programmed a, a pop station. And that I, that was an education for me because I came from like the indie alternative world of the 90s. And my last gig in radio was actually a top 40 station. 
And I developed an appreciation for pop music through that. I was like, okay, I get why people like pop music. I have to stop being such a snob. Yes. Uh, so it's catchy. It's catchy. It's fun. It, and I completely get it. I completely. Yeah, get it. it has a, it has a place. It has a place. I always say that like like the music that I like may not always be like the deepest or the this, but. At least if it's like playing at the party, we know we're going to have fun for sure. And that's honestly the best testament to a good song and good music. I think, can I dance to it? Is it something I'm going to sing over and over again? Here's my biggest test. When it comes on the radio or on satellite or whatever, am I going to turn it up and stop like scrolling through the stations and stop on that song? Like any song that makes you stop and go, yeah, that's my jam. That's a good song. Music yeah. is wonderfully subjective, and that's what's great about it. Mm-hmm. Like everyone, there's no one in the world that's like, nah, I don't really like music. Everyone likes music. Everyone <laughs> right. Music, and that's fine, but everyone likes music. It's, it's the so, one uniting force. It's in the so world. Music. I'm like, are you okay? Are you a serial killer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a pro or a robot or something. Well, I feel like with music and, and like you guys loving movies and stuff so much, I feel like now, I mean, I, I don't watch as many movies as maybe I did when I was younger, 20 years ago, but I do recall like movie soundtracks from when like all of us were a bit younger, especially mm-hmm were like the thing. I mean, yeah, the bodyguard and Armageddon and like these yeah, huge absolutely. motion pictures, yeah. right? Like, yep. do you all still feel like that about or, or about music and about movies or is it's a little different? You know, you want to take this one? Well, I'll, I'll take some of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That's one of the things I notice in, in movies is, is the music, is the soundtrack. Not so much the score necessarily, because that's a little bit different, but the soundtrack is usually, you know, any pop pop songs, you know, that are around at the time. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll definitely notice the songs if it's used right. If it's, mm-hmm. if it doesn't work right, I'll know if the song is you feels know, out of place. Feels out of place. Yeah. or unique to that movie. Yeah, it's it's definitely a, a high point in a movie for me. I I totally agree with that, and I think a good example of that is recently we saw Across the Spider Verse. Um, oh my gosh, yes. And we both walked out of there going, "That soundtrack was amazing." Well, it's the fit. music was yeah. so good, and it, it fit. It was so perfect for the film. So you know when a soundtrack is good and it works with a movie and helps you feel something, you know, moves the story along. Mm-hmm. Right. But then you also know if it doesn't if it's work correct. and you're like, ooh, this doesn't fit. Like, cause you, I'm sure you've been watching a movie and you're like, or something and go, what is a song? Like, Why is this it feels song here? very strange. Right. Yeah, yeah. no, you're, I love it. I like to nerd on, nerd out on all that stuff too. And I, I feel like, I guess now that I think about it, maybe, maybe like, music being discovered in a movie soundtrack back in the day maybe it's just because now there's social media and like mm-hmm. so much music is discovered there yeah, so maybe there's not. just not as much emphasis on movies like you know uh but they yeah. still have it but like yeah. i feel like also like tiktok like i'll be like you know we're all like oh that's a tiktok song but i'm like oh it's actually a song Brittany. like <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's I not know like a 12 too. second clip that's actually Channing's perspective she'll yes. say oh that's a TikTok song I know that song it's like no, no this came out in the 90s <laughs> you know right? there's a there's some um station I think there's like a satellite radio station or something like that that yes that's like TikTok okay my friend yeah, was playing TikTok, it and I was, TikTok songs yeah. oh, like, whatever's trending Yes. Yeah. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. So I'm over here. Like, I know, I know enough to do this dance in like 15 seconds of the song and that's it. <laughs> yes. But that really speaks to the power too of TikTok. And I know you know this, but 
TikTok is without a doubt, in in my opinion, yeah. the most powerful social media platform right now. I think yeah. Instagram has lost its luster uh, quite a bit. It's still important. Brands, for some reason, still really gravitate towards doing deals and stuff there. But for me, in, TikTok is hands down more influential, more more people are discovered that way. Like I see people doing my job who are TikTok stars and I'm like, what? Hold on a minute. So it's definitely um, a powerful platform for sure. Yeah. And as far as music discovery is concerned, social media has changed the landscape. You know, you're right. Soundtracks, but you know, back in the day used to be kind of how people discovered new music sometimes. And now it's TikTok, it's social media, you know, a lot of it. Yeah. It's really different, but it's, it's fun. It's cool. It's interesting. I would be interested to like pick the brain of somebody behind the scenes on that, like how it works. I always want to know like how the business of such and such works and all yeah. that stuff, but that's a, yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you, Heather, before I let you guys go, a couple of things about like what's been going on with you, just cause you and I haven't chatted in a little bit, like with your career, as far as like, you've been doing stand up. Mm-hmm. I know a lot more recently and but then you also, I also think it's so fascinating that you as an actor have had the chance to interview a lot of actors. So I feel like you come at this whole industry from all angles. What's been going on? Like you've been doing stand-up, yes? Yes. So um, I started doing stand-up before Channing was born um, over 10 years ago. Okay. And I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, but then when, you know, as often happens, we have our kids please pause for a second and reprioritize things. And um, I just loved being a mom so much that I was like, I don't want to go out to the clubs at 10 o'clock at night. Like I don't want to every night. Like I don't want to do that. It's a grind doing stand-up comedy, especially in LA or even New York, like the major markets, you have to be at the clubs almost every night. You're out there doing sometimes a couple of shows a night to stay relevant, to to meet people, to connect. And I just didn't want to do that. So I um, took a long, very long extended break. And a couple of years ago during the pandemic, I was really just feeling this lack of creativity in my life. And um, I worked for NBC at the time. So I needed to find a way that I could have a creative outlet that wasn't necessarily me doing stuff that was quite so public on social media. Like you have to maintain this like somewhat composure of like, I'm a serious journalist, you know, (laughs) thing. So I was like, oh, I'll go out and I'll start stand up again. I'll start doing that. And I just really missed it so much. And I love being on stage. I love making people laugh. I love trying to piece together a joke where I'm like, if I say this, will people laugh or will they get more of a laugh here? Like what's the, the artistry somewhat behind stand up? is really fascinating and challenging to me as a, as a woman of a certain age, trying to start a career in uh, stand up is challenging. And because it's very much still a male driven, um, young person's game where, um, but I love it. Like I'm really enjoying it. So I'm doing stand up. I also still freelance entertainment report. So I'm still doing interviews every once in a while. Um, and then content creation and um, the podcast. So I'm staying busy, but like all good things. The main goal ultimately though, is to continue being an actor and to get on a series or get in movies and that sort of thing. I would love right. to do a show with Channing. Yeah. Someday I would love to be able to act with her in some way. Maybe yeah. I'll just write something myself. You should. That'd be perfect. I just have yes. one more thing to your to-do list. <laughs> you don't have anything else to do, Heather. You may as well just do that. Um, <laughs> if someone else would write it, that would be amazing. But I honestly, at this point, I'm like, I should just write it myself. <laughs> What's it been like from your perspective, Chris, like 
witnessing that because you know people see a career like Heather's and see like oh you're on TV or you're and it's it's very exciting but like you also are seeing all all sides of it like how's it been watching the progress of her career I'm just curious I've never... I don't know how she does it I mean <laughs> I don't know she's constantly has like five plates spinning in the air at once uh, while she's juggling and you know and it's it, it's unbelievable you know what what she does you know you you kind of read her resume at the top of the show and uh every time I hear that I'm like I am such a loser compared to my <laughs> wife she has so much but she's done so much and she continues to do so much and you know she sometimes she doesn't realize that sometimes I have to remind her I'm like look what you look what you've done look what you've created look what you are creating you know don't sell yourself short for a second and I'm just forever in awe of everything she does oh that's nice that made up for the thing you said earlier so now we're we're good (laughs) (laughs) well I just I I, I've never been able to ask somebody that and from your perspective so I appreciate it that's cool um okay I will say to Chris's credit he definitely is a very big grounding force for me because as you know when you're creating stuff and you're putting your life on social media you get caught up in the, um, the mm. what ifs and you get caught up in the jealousy and what other people are doing and the, I'm not where I want to be. And you know, that sort of thing. And he does a really good job of keeping me grounded and reminding me like, Hey, you have accomplished so much, you know, it may not be exactly where you want to be yet, but you're, this is a big deal, you know? And so, um, I think it's important to have people like that in your life who can remind you of the good things that you've done and that you've accomplished, because it's really easy to get bogged down in the, in the negativity and the feeling like, sorry from yourself or, you know, whatever. So that I'm super grateful for. That's so sweet. Yeah, no, I agree with you completely. That's, we have a similar situation with my husband. I'm like you, Heather, I want to like do all the things all the things all the time and let's do it better next time and better, better, better. So yeah, it's cool to have people that genuinely love you and care about you in your life as like, you know, to remind you like, Hey, you need a little pat on the back. You did a good job. You're doing good. You're hang in there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we all need that sometimes. Right. Yeah, Um, Before I let you guys go, um, tell me, um, tell me, what what you're looking forward to and it sounds like such a cheesy question now that I say it out loud sorry but I just want to know what you're looking forward to with your family podcast like are do you guys um are y'all still experimenting on topics are you are you you know what I mean like give me an idea of like what's coming up for it well it's still relatively new I mean we're only yeah. about the episodes in so it's we're still growing we're still figuring things out we're working on our space the logistics of our space right now because I have in my mind a vision of visually what I would like it to look like. And unfortunately, those kinds of studios and situations are very expensive. (laughs) So I'm still like trying to figure out how we can do what I want it to look like visually while not like, you know, spending tens of thousands of dollars or whatever. Yeah, you have a vision in your mind that you're trying to match. Yes. And Um, there's that. And I also think we're, um, we're, Play, we're going to have to play around with the format a little bit more, more right now because of the strike, the, the SAG strike. I'm a member of SAG and they have asked SAG members not to promote struck work or AMPTP um, productions, which means like Barbie movie, Oppenheimer, anything new after the strike that's coming out, they've asked us not to promote it. 
Well, our whole podcast is based it's on, well, not really promotion, but we talk about movies and television shows. Yeah. Right. Um, and a lot of that is previews and reviews of new content. So like a lot of people who are in my similar position, we're having to navigate that and kind of restructure a little bit and go, okay, what can we talk about that will not violate anything with SAG, but also still let us be true to who we are and movie fans and, and stuff like that. We're trying so, to figure out the line that we can't cross. Yeah. Ultimately. Yeah. And I think, um, so we're playing with that format a little bit, but ultimately, as long as we're being true to ourselves and who we are as a family and continue to just be show up every week and just be like, here's who we are. I hope we hope you enjoy it. Um, that's really our goal is to just entertain and make people laugh along the way. That would be great. Keep it organic and fun. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the basic premise behind our show is organic, fun conversation Mm -hmm. about stuff we like. Right. Yes. I love it. I think it's really, really cool. You guys are doing it. Seriously. Whenever I first found out, I was genuinely excited because it's just perfect. So, um, okay. We'll put in the show notes, all the links and everything, but please just say it out loud where everybody can find the show and information about it and all of you guys. Sure. So you can, um, listen to our show on every major podcast platform, please subscribe friends and give us a five-star review. We would be so grateful. Like and share. Like and share. And then also you can head to brookerfamilypopcast.com to listen to the show there. Also check out the merch that we have available because we are very excited about putting our face on a water bottle. Um, and it's, (laughs) (laughs) and then also you can follow us, um, on all the social media platforms as well at the Heather Brooker and Brooker family podcast. Yep. Okay. Got it. All right, you guys go listen to Brooker family podcast. Thanks you guys so much for doing this with me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Brittany. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, and Clubhouse. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.